0: Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness, a tool available to everyone to empower us to be more self-aware for greater control of our life experiences. I am MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creator, philosopher, and your guide through simple mindfulness tools, conscious reality creation, and similar applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's topic, Is the ability to choose change a superpower? Let's face it, the one and only constant in the entire universe is change. Change is, has been, always will be, and is constantly ongoing. Sometimes change happens so glacially slow that unless it somehow gets your attention, you have no idea it's going on until, hey, wait a minute, what changed? And little do you know, it changed. Other times, change is distressingly swift. It just happens, and before you know it, everything's gone to hell, or something has completely broken. And this can be good or bad, because sometimes that super swift change is awesome. Hey, you just won the lottery, or what do you know, you just got a massive promotion and a raise at work. All kinds of change can occur swiftly, whether it's good, bad, or even indifferent. And of course, change can simply be steady, visible, and equally inevitable. Because to be perfectly honest, there is nothing you can do about change. It is ongoing. Some people love, love to resist change. And often they do so because they're afraid that it's going to somehow leave them behind, or that the world is going to take on a shape that's completely unfamiliar. And that can be incredibly distressing. And I get it, believe me, it can be super distressing. Change is not something that we often can control, particularly when it has nothing to do with us. And yet, you and I are constantly bombarded by these various messages of change and why we need it, how we need it, and the good it can do us. And in some cases, uh, not the good it can do us because somebody thinks it might be good, but it's really not. Likewise, for good or ill, people change. However, some people really work hard to not be any different along the way. And While change is occurring around them, they choose not to do anything about it or they actively choose to remain as they are and they don't change their mind, they don't change their mindset, they don't change their approach to life. Some people also think that they've changed and when all is said and done, they haven't. They're exactly who they've always been. And a big part of that is because our core values, beliefs, and habits, which have been instilled in us since we were children, are very, very difficult to change. And unless we actively seek to change them, we won't. We can change a lot of things around them. We can change a lot of the elements about things that float around them in general. But unless we actively seek to change them and to uproot those deep-seated matters that we want to change, beliefs, values, habits, etc., that are buried in our subconscious, we won't change them. Some people very, very actively do what they can to prevent change, and not just in themselves. They see a world changing that might leave them behind, or leave them wanting, or leave them to suffer, and they strive to prevent certain types of change. Generally, this is what happens when progress occurs and people dislike what progress represents. However, a lot of times if you're holding on to a value or a belief that's just totally counter to reality, you're going to have no choice. Change is going to occur. And sometimes that's not good. I won't deny that. Sometimes things change that we really don't want to change. But they do, because change is inevitable, and it is the only universal constant that there is. At the core of any change that you desire to make in your life when you want to change a habit, belief, or value, or anything else, it's a matter of choice. And you get to choose whether or not you're going to change. And choosing change is a really loaded concept. One of the biggest issues with change really comes down to control. And the biggest issue here is that we have to face what we can, can't, do, and don't control. A great many of the things that we would really like to control are things we simply can't. This is because you are the only person in your head, heart, and soul. You are the only person who can think, feel, intend, and act for you. I can't help you. I can't act for you. Neither can you help me or act for me. Yes, we can lend each other assistance. We can share ideas. Hi, thank you for listening to this podcast. But we can't do anything for anybody else, no matter how much we really, really, really wish that we could. There's a lot of times when you look at this, that, or the other person or thing and consider what you'd like to do to change them and how. You'd like to change them. But here's the biggest problem with this and why choosing change can be so loaded. Because the trouble is that if it's not you, you have no control over it. Yes, there are some things that you have a modicum of control over. You can vote in elections. You can attend protests. You can make your voice heard. But apart from that, all the change over which you have any control whatsoever is about you. This is not a selfish realization, not at all. It can feel really selfish, but it's really, really not. What it all comes down to is recognizing and realizing that the one thing over which you have control of change and can choose to change is yourself. Who, what, where, how, and why you are can be examined evaluated, analyzed, and then left to be as it is and or changed. This always comes down to our inner subconscious elements, our habits, beliefs, and values, which we can shift and change, but we can only change our own. We cannot change anybody else's values. We can't change anybody else's beliefs. We cannot change anybody else's habits. This is one of the Biggest problems we run into in America right now with this lack of separation of church and state because certain parties want us to follow a very specific religious doctrine that not all of us follow. That's not our value, it's not our belief, and it's sure as hell not our habit. And yet, people are trying to force it on us. And while some people argue, well, the other side's trying to force their way on us, I think if you look closely, you're going to see that that's not the case. What the other side's trying to do is leave choice available to everyone. But I'm not going to turn this into a political diatribe, because believe me, I really could. I'm not going to do that. When all is said and done, anything that you think you can change in the world all comes down to you and only you, because anything... And everything directly and connected to you is all that you can change. And that's it. That is all. You can only change yourself. How do you change yourself? Well, of course, this comes down to mindfulness for understanding. Once again, let me remind you that you are the only person inside your head, heart, and soul. You're it. Nobody else is in there with you. Nobody else can get in there with you. No matter how much you let somebody in, no matter how much of yourself you share with other people, there is nobody else who can think, feel, or experience for you. You are it, and it's just you, yourself, and you. Now, for some people, this is terrifying. It seems very lonely, it seems extremely disconnected, and it can Feel that way sometimes. I'm not going to deny that. Your feelings are completely valid. The thing of this is, you are the only you that's you. You are the only you that is. Now, while that might seem super redundant, it's something a lot of people forget. And we're often trying to be somebody that we're not. We're trying to attach ourselves to this concept of somebody else we'd rather be. And sometimes we're doing it for ourselves. We're really truly trying to make changes to who we are for our own betterment. But a lot of times we're not. And we're constantly being sold on these ideas that if you do X, buy Y, subscribe to service Z, you will be a better, more liked, more deserving person. None of that's true. It seems true because we live in a very consumerist society. But the reality is that the only one Who knows what satisfies you, what lights you up, what makes you happy is you. So, if you have something you desire to change, what this is going to come down to, of course, is conscious awareness or mindfulness. Now, how this works is simple you just need to be present here and now in the moment and ask questions like What am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What are my intentions? What am I doing or not doing? These questions and others like them asked here and now, wholly in the present, make you consciously aware of yourself, and that puts you in the only time that is truly, really real, the now. The past has come and gone. It's colored by various and sundry experiences, ideas, notions, other people, Memories that are imperfect, ideals that might not be real, but you think are real, etc. The past has come and gone. The future is unwritten, and it is always in motion. You don't know what tomorrow's going to look like or what incredible swift change you didn't see coming will make it all different from what you think it might be. But right here, right now, is genuinely, truly, authentically real. You can change yourself, and when you start to change yourself, you can start to change the world. This might seem really high-minded, and this might be one of those platitudes like, be the change you wish to see, and it is, I'm not going to deny that fact, but... Here's a couple of things to keep in mind. There are lots of things about this crazy world I would really like to change. First and foremost, I would really, really love if people would be kinder, more compassionate, more empathetic, and more caring over all. That would be amazing. It would be so wonderful if people were just set to be kinder and more compassionate and more generous and more grateful and more thoughtful. But you know what? I can't do anything about that. And neither can you. The only way that we can have any impact on this notion is if we choose to change ourselves. If I strive to be more kind, more compassionate, more empathetic, and more accountable for my thoughts, feelings, and actions that will show with other people. They'll see that. And when they see that, they'll be like, hey, okay, you were accountable and responsible and the world didn't come crashing down on your head. We all make mistakes. Some of them are really minor. Some of them are real doozies. When all is said and done, I can only change myself. So if I strive to be kinder, more compassionate, more empathetic, and more accountable for my life, that is all that I can do. I can't do anything about the greater pictures of the world. But you know what? This is my life, and the only one who gets to live it is me. This is your life, and the only one who gets to live your life is you. Choosing to change is a superpower because other animals on this planet can't choose to change their nature. They cannot choose to change their environment. They are restricted to a very specific life cycle and they must survive. That's their primary goal. We are animals, whether we like it or not, but we are empowered with a degree of sentience that allows us to make choices and decisions to be more, to be bigger, to be better, We have tools that no other animals on this planet that we're aware of can deign to design. They don't have what you're listening to me on now. They don't have mobile telephones that can connect you across the world instantaneously. They exist in their little pockets, in their specific environments, and that's all they've got. You have possibility and potential way beyond what the rest of the animal kingdom has, and you can choose to work with that you can choose to change whatever it is you desire to change about yourself you are not restricted to the environment in which you were born you are not restricted to a class a place nothing you can change veritably anything and everything that you desire yes there might be repercussions and unexpected consequences but in the end you have the ability to develop a better, healthier relationship with yourself and from there, with the world around you. Yeah, it might be trite, but be the change you wish to see. It really can make a difference in your life experience on levels I don't think any of us can truly conceive of. When we are more self-aware and mindful, we are more capable of controlling our life experience and choosing to use our superpower to change. Let's get into this week's applied guidance for mindfulness tool. Everybody has values, beliefs, and habits. Some they're more aware of than others, some are closer to the surface and your conscious reality than others, and some are really, really, really subconscious and buried deep, deep in the depths of you. Getting them dug out and replaced can be challenging. Is there a habit, belief, or value of yours that you desire to change? You can choose to actively work to do that, but know that it's going to take time and effort. So here is a tool that you can use to begin this process. First, write down what you desire to change. Identify if it's a belief, value, or habit, or quite possibly all of the above, because it could be. Second, write down why you desire to change it. What is it about this habit, value, or belief that you desire to change? Why do you wanna change it? Third, brainstorm what you can do to change it. Write everything down that comes to mind. Don't overthink it, just write it out. Even if you know it's complete poppycock, write it out. But note, everything you think of that is outside of your control, like other people, places, and things, should be discarded from the list when you're done. Not as you're making the list, when you finish making your list of things that you can do to change whatever you want to change in belief, value, or habit, discard anything that is outside your control. Fourth, take five minutes to do some deep breathing and ask yourself consciousness questions like, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What are my intentions? What am I doing or not doing? In this instance, don't worry about writing it down. If you desire to, go right ahead, but you don't need to. Fifth, once you're present and mindful, look at that list of how to change what you desire to change and pick an action from the list to take. Then do it. Take that action. Repeat as necessary, because often change isn't a one-and-done Act. It requires multiple attempts. It requires multiple practices and multiple goes because something that you rooted in your system years and years and years ago isn't going to be uprooted like that. It's going to take effort. It's going to take time. So don't worry if you can't just change it instantly because chances are you can't. Take the time you can to make the change happen that you desire to change to your beliefs, values, or habits. Thank you for joining me for Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed sharing in this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and learning other tools for optimizing our life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please drop me an email at author at You can also follow me via Instagram at mjbleehart and on Facebook at BleehartMJ. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Please take a moment to explore the Etsy shop from fi Mahoney, the talented creator of my cover art at Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn, at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you are discovering how self-awareness can be found via mindfulness and applied to improve not only your life experience, but maybe that of the people around you. And as always, please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be.